Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where everyday topics and everyday people come together. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the Beautiful Butterfly Show with your host, Bianca Fly. everyone to the beautiful butterfly show i'm your host bianca fly want to say happy thursday to you guys hope that this week has been fantastic for you uh the butterfly is trying to recover uh, from this little cold but nevertheless the show must go on um i'm excited folks we've got a new guest on here tonight we got robert white um he is from robert's reading room and reviews and so he's going to come on tonight he's going to tell us all about himself and how he got into um uh his love for reading and reviewing folks where it's giving them that real, that honest, that raw uh, feedback on their works and more, you guys. And uh, so if you're out there, anytime you have a question for Robert, feel free to call in. The number is 347-326-9139 is the number, you guys. And uh, we're also going to have uh, the lovely lovely Carrie Anderson uh, joining us tonight. She's going to be helping me out a bit as well. And so I am thankful for her and for you guys that are tuned in and listening this evening. And so we're going to bring um, Robert in here. Uh, Robert, you there? Yes, I am. I just want to say thank Welcome you. Welcome to the beautiful. I just want to oh, say ahead. thank you. I'm very humble and very honored to be on your show. Thank you for having Miss me, Miss Bianca. Absolutely, my pleasure. I am glad to have you on here. Um, I've heard so much great things about you. I feel like I kind of know you already. Um, I've heard a, a lot of great things about you in, in Robert's reading room um, and reviews. And so um, let me see if um, I got Miss Carrie on here. Um, Carrie, you there? I'm here. How are you? I'm doing hey, great. Carrie, how you- Welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty okay. Hello, Robert. How are you? I'm doing fine. Wonderful, wonderful. And so, Robert, for the folks out there, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and how did you get into uh, creating Robert's Reading Room and Review? Well, I'm just an avid reader. Um, I was reading at one point, you know, back in 99, it started, I started by Elin Harrison Books. And I want to say it was The Invisible Life. I was reading, and it's crazy, but someone stole my book from work. And that kind of discouraged me, so I stopped reading. I, oh, wow. I stopped reading for a while. And so then I got back into reading probably in 
2000. I took a year off because that really <laughs> discouraged me. So I got back into really reading real hard, and um, mm-hmm. I just started, you know, on Facebook when it was when it came available. I just started really um, reading books and like taking pictures of the book cover and you know tagging the author and you know doing the reviews and telling them how much I really appreciate it. And then I started from there. Mm-hmm. I just started doing my um, recording on my phone, and I would post it to Facebook. And then I was like, you know. Maybe I should think about, you know, going into YouTube, and that's really how I started doing all of this, and that's, I just it just went from there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and coming of up course, for, for okay. me doing it, so. Wonderful, wonderful. And, of course, with doing this, of course, you're able to um, meet um, and get to know many authors um, as well as give them that feedback. And so, uh, Robert, Tell the folks out here why is it it's important for us as readers um, who go out and purchase these books or whether we want it in a giveaway or whatever, why is it important that we leave um, authors' reviews and feedback on their work? Well, for me, it's because they need to know because, like you just said, I'm very honest, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention the name, but it was an author who have sent me their book, and I mm-hmm. read it. You know, it was a good book, and I said it was a good book, but she had the character of the main character mother in the book. She spoke of the mother in the book in the first part, and, like, toward the end, she said something again about it, and she skipped all over the characters, and it was some errors, and I did my YouTube um, review, and, you know, I I said it nicely, because you can say things and get it all across in a, you know, malleable way, I would say. And I just Absolutely. told her that, you know, it was too many typos, but it was a good story. But, you know, the editing needed some re-update. And she reached out to me, and she wasn't mad. She said she was going to get someone more professional to, you know, redo the editing. And then she would do the update, and she would send me um, the update version. She did, not I read it. It was so much better. And not only that, mm-hmm. it's so... Just to give a review, um, to get the word out, to help the author out, because my thing is this, that's what I love to do, and I'm here to support the authors because it kills me sometimes, to be honest with you, to see people like John Gresham, who I do read, and James Patterson, where they have like a 1,000 reviews, and then you have someone like a Carrie Anderson, uh, Angie Littledale, T. Styles, or someone, they only have like maybe a few hundreds. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Mm-hmm. And they said we don't read, so I feel like we need to read, you know. Even And I feel like it's more readers out there. They just don't do the reviews, and they need to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Robert, what do you do uh, when, uh, for instance, I've, I've come across some books, and I, and I actually posed this question on Facebook a while back. Um, I had an author send me a book, and I just didn't grasp the concept of the book. Um, you know, and so for me, you know, I wanted to be honest and say my thoughts on how, you know, the the outlook of the book. What do you do in situations like that? When you come across a book, you read it, but you're not, you're just not into it. Don't it doesn't grasp you? Uh, it might be some other errors in there, as you mentioned in the book before. But what do you do about that book that's just not good, so to speak? Do you still give that honest criticism or do you just give feedback on certain parts of the book? Yes, I do. Um, 
it's it's been a couple months ago. It's a book called The Man Behind the Mask. The first book was excellent. I loved it. And mm-hmm. I did a review for the the sequel, the second part of the book, and I just didn't like it. I even said I you know, I don't even think I'm gonna read part three because it it just it didn't grasp me like the book one and it was just like he was making the character too weak and it was just a whole bunch of going on within the book and I was like, I don't think I'm gonna read this and I posted it, mm-hmm. you know, and everything. Yeah. So But I did finish it. So Okay. And so for you, um, getting into this, I know a lot of times you have some authors who will, you know, like you mentioned earlier, will communicate back with you and let you know they appreciate your criticism and so forth. But have you ever been in a situation with an author who did not like did not care for the review that you gave on their their latest project? Not not yet, Bianca, but I'm gonna <laughs> say not yet. Not <laughs> just quite yet. Because, you know, I will say it in a nice way, and if they, you know, if they don't feel me like that, oh, that's fine, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, and, that, and, you know, and I will say, even sometimes in my reviews, I will say this, you know, this book, and I have, like, books that I have done reviews, I like, I didn't like this book, but just because I don't like mm-hmm. it don't mean that you won't like it. You may see something I right. didn't see with the book. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. And Carrie, I wanted to ask you because you're the one who actually um, had talked to me so much about Robert and Robert's reading room and reviews. As an author and as an avid reader yourself, what was it that drawed you to Robert um, and the reviews and insights that he gives on various authors? Well, I am all over YouTube. I'm on YouTube for tutorials and just some vloggers and their lives are interesting and how they portray them. And I met Robert through an interview, and he mentioned that he had a uh, a channel where he posted his reviews. And up until then, I had only seen um, review channels for, like, young adult or sci-fi uh, readers, um, readers who were only interested in those genres. And a lot of them were entertaining, and I would just watch them for the entertainment of it. But then there was then when Robert did that, he had his. I, I, you know, that struck a nerve with me. Like so an African American was actually reading African American work literature and appreciating mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. So I, I right. looked him up as I was on that interview, and then as he as I was watching his videos, I watched the ones that he had out. And then I continued to watch them after that. But I also wanted him to know, like I said, I was going to watch, but to make sure that he knew that I was there. So I would say, you know, I always post a comment like, great review. I'm looking forward to the next one. And some of them, like when he says something, the way he says it just makes me laugh because it's one of those, like, this is my cousin or somebody in my family that's speaking my language. And their reaction (laughs) to something may be something that I have a reaction to. I enjoy his reviews because he's reviewing things that I would read myself or may have read, and his reactions are normally spot on. So uh, the the appeal for me with his channel is that he's he's reading literature that actually resonates with me versus the others I'm learning about stuff that they're interested in. And, and it's great that it's, they're interested, but this one resonates with me. 
and he's always very honest. And like he says, some of his reviews, they aren't, he just simply says he didn't like it. But that doesn't mean that it wasn't a good book. It's just that he didn't mm-hmm. like it. But he's never vicious right. in his reviews, and he's never overly like, I didn't like it, so that's the final word or whatever. It's just it didn't it didn't charge him or whatever. I I thoroughly enjoyed Robert's channel, and I encourage others to watch it as much as possible. Because again, support should receive support. He's supporting our authors, and our authors and readers should be supporting him. And if everybody worked together like that, it would be the industry on our behalf. Even if it was just in our little niche, would be so much better. Absolutely, absolutely. Because every time it may be a couple of days later, but I know you're busy because you're author and you got things going on in your life. But I will, I will honestly say, her, I love to see her, Angie Liddell, and just other authors, you know, posting about other authors' book supporting, and that's that's what it's really about supporting one one mm-hmm. another. That's gonna make it, you know, be successful. Absolutely, absolutely. Exactly. And, of course, um, for you, Robert, um, getting into this, I know you read uh, various genres. Um, and so for you, what's your favorite genre when it comes to the literary industry that you enjoy reading? Do you like the romance? Do you got, like, the suspense, the urban fiction? What's your, your favorite genre to read, or uh, do you like all of them? Miss Bianca, if you were to come in my house, you will see that <laughs> I do read all genre, but the genre you will mostly see is urban fiction in my house. Mm-hmm. I love urban fiction. So, you know, some <laughs> people have, they say reader's block when they don't want to read. I feel like this, if I don't read every day, even if it's just three or four pages, if I'm very busy throughout the day working and whatnot, I have I feel like if I don't read even every day, I'll lose interest. And that's why I can't stop reading. I got to keep reading, you know. Absolutely. But um, urban fiction is my number one, but I do read all genres. I learned to – I feel like if you're an average reader, you should touch a little bit of everything. The only thing – the only two genres I would say that – I've tried to read, and maybe I haven't found the right book. And if anyone listening can give me a recommendation, I would surely greatly appreciate it, is probably poetry and um, sci-fi. Okay. Awesome, 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 awesome. And so uh, for the folks who are just joining us now, you guys, we are on with Robert White uh, from Robert's Reading Room and Reviews, you guys. And so if you're on the line and you want to call in and show them some love, ask a question or a comment, feel free to do so at 347-326-9139 is the number. Or if you're already on the line, you go ahead and press 1, and I'll be happy to bring you on the line so that uh, you can have your chance to talk to Robert this evening, you guys. And so, oh wow, uh, we got a <laughs> a lot of people uh, on here. Let's go to our first caller here. Uh, area code three zero one, last digits four seven one six. State your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Strawberry. How are you? Hey, hey Strawberry. Strawberry, how you doing? Good. I actually don't have a question, but I wanted just to support Robert and say I'm very proud of you. And I do follow your channel, and you actually, you're one of the um, YouTubers that inspired me to do what I do. So I just want to let you know, keep up the good work, and I'm very, very, very proud of you. Well, thank you, and I've been watching your channel, too, and you're doing good, too. Oh, thank you. 
given me some new books to uh, and new authors to look into I've never heard of also, too. Yes. I, mm-hmm. I love the support. I love, and that's what, that's what it's all about in this industry. You know, we support each other. Yes, it is. I was just saying that for Miss Bianca and M. Carey, that, you know, in order for us all to be successful, we need to work together. That's right. Absolutely. And absolutely, absolutely. Hello, sweetheart. How are you? Good. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Awesome. Too. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> all right, so thank you so here. much, uh, Strawberry, for calling in. Thank you. Absolutely. Let's go to area code 925, last digits, uh, 1298. State your name and where your call is from. Hello, this is Angie Liddell. Hey, Robert. Hey, Miss Liddell, how you doing? I'm good, sweetheart. Congratulations. <laughs> thank you, and thank you for support and calling oh, in. Oh, yeah. You know I was going to support. Now, don't act like you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, Angie, I know that you're also a big fan of Robert. Tell us why um, you're such a big fan of Robert and what he does in Robert's reading room and reviews. Because Robert is fair. Robert, if y'all hear ringing in the background, I'm sneaking on the phone. I'm at work. Um, (laughs) Robert is fair, and he gives an honest review, regardless to what it is he's reading. You know, he's not spiteful. He doesn't come off attention-seeking. He's just Mm -hmm. he's just very laid back, and it's cool, you know. And you know, when I, I when I first learned about him, Carrie told me about him, and she Mm -hmm. said, Angie, it's this guy reviewing your book. I said, did he say something bad? What did he say? <laughs> she said, no, no, I didn't listen yet. Go look at it. Go look. You know, we look, and I've been a fan ever since. Like, Robert, Robert is good. And, I, and you know, and I hope his platform opens up more, you know, more people can learn about him. You know, it's very good. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a very good instrument on YouTube, and he's using it to his best ability, and it's great. Absolutely. Thank you, because when I was reading uh, Tears of the Game, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't really feel like I was reading a book. It was just like something that's playing out right in front of me, and I was like, oh, 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 oh. And I love how <laughs> all the, you brought the second out right with it, and you didn't make us wait you no know, six months to a year. I really love that. And then you, you gave a little feedback of part one and part two just in case if you didn't read it right away, and I love that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. And, Bianca, you're doing good, too, child. Oh, thank you. I definitely appreciate it. <laughs> hey, Carrie. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, no Bye, problem. Angie. I got to get back to work. I'll be listening, though. Okay. I'll still be on the yeah, line. All right. <laughs> okay. <Bye-bye>. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. And um, we got um, some more callers called Hang Tight. Um, I did want to ask you, Robert, because you mentioned – and that's um, kind of a pet peeve of mine where people put out part one, part two, and then you have to wait, you know, that year, sometimes two years or more, you know, for that other part to come out. Like as a reader, how important do you believe it is to, um, we, of course, we don't want authors to rush their work, but how important is it to make sure that follow-up book is closely, you know, in a, in a good time frame uh, to, to the one before? I would say like, I'm going to use this author, for example, Brenda Hamilton. She has a series mm-hmm. called uh, Black President, and it came out in April, and she just brought out part two 
which came out in last month. So oh, wow. I was probably six months. I can wait maybe a year, but beyond that, that's mm-hmm. what, unless you do, um, you know, give me a feedback, um, part one or whatever. I'll be lost because I read so much. Sometimes it's hard, you know. Sometimes. Mhm. But Absolutely. yeah, I was Absolutely. sick for a year. Awesome. Let's go to our next caller here, area code eight six two. Um, last seat is eight zero five seven. State your name and where you're calling from. Hi, it's Diane. Um, calling from New Jersey, Diamonds Literary World. I had to call in. Let me first say hello to Bianca and to Carrie. But I had to call in hello. to support my literary twin, um, Robert. Robert knows how I feel about him. Um, and as a matter of fact, <laughs> I, I um, we talk all the time. And and mm-hmm. the reason why I call Robert my literary twin. Um, we, we, we read some of the same books. We bounce off of each other. And I just wanted him to know I'm so proud of him. Tonight is all about you, Robert. You know, you deserve this times 10,000 because Thank you are amazing. You know that. Thank you. And if y'all don't know, that is my twin, and she has her own <laughs> Diamond Literary show that's on most sometime on Wednesday. Thursday and Friday at 8.30. She's on okay. Facebook. Look her up. Blessings. I love you. I told you it was all about you tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot but, wait uh, to meet you and Kara and Angie so I can give y'all some flowers when I see y'all. <laughs> uh, I know. You and your flowers. I'm like, girl, Robert. <laughs> it's be if you come over here to the East Coast, and I come to the West Coast, and I look you up. I'm gonna bring you some too. <laughs> so, so, so Bianca, where, where are you? Um, where are you located? I'm in I am broadcasting um, from North Carolina. Um, oh, actually, okay. So, oh, yes. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Yes, yeah, so I'm not too far. Robert? I'm not too far from uh, Robert. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why I'm so close. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, definitely definitely appreciate uh, you calling in. And uh, you want to tell the folks where they, I know Robert had said it a little bit, but where they can catch um, your show as well. Okay. Um, Diamond World, you can um, find me, uh, let's see, as you said, Wednesday night, sometimes Thursday and Friday, Robert, a lot of times, well, most times he will uh, uh, post the, the flyer. Um, okay. So if you just if you just go to Diamonds Literary World, um, that's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, wherever, um, you can connect with me there. And then we, we have to make this thing happen because I don't think Robert has said it yet, but there are, we talk about it all the time. There's not enough of us. I know he was talking about the support, and that is mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. important. Um, right. There's not enough of us doing what we do, so we have to. Right. We have to call or support a show such as Bianca's. I'm glad that I, I found another show that I can support. You know, um, as you. someone else was saying, you know, the YouTube channels. Like we have to support the YouTube channels. We have we need Absolutely. to support because, as he said, they don't think that we read. Um, we mm-hmm, read, mm-hmm. but then 
and we don't let people know that we read. So we need to work on that, get more reviews. I told Robert the other day that I wish there were like maybe 10 more of us. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it, right, right. You know, so that's why I'm so proud of him. I will support anything that he does. I'm a firm believer. Anytime a man recommends a book, well, I'm running to get it. And I, in, 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 in <laughs> nine times out of ten, I well, let me say 9.99 times out of ten, when Robert recommends a book, he, I, I'm, I, I'm loving it just as much as he is. I, my, my emotions are mm-hmm. the same as his for these books. So, you know, please, people, let's support our African-American industry, literary industry. It, 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 the community is small in number, but we can make a big difference. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling in. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you, Diane. Oh, you're more than welcome. Love you, Robert. <laughs> I'll <play it> on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye-bye. All right, you guys. I'm going to go to Area code three one three, last digits five eight one five. State your name and where you're calling from. Detroit, Michigan. Welcome. Hello. Uh, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I can. All right. State yes. your name. Uh, my name is Vanessa Baker. I am Robert White's sister. Awesome. I'm awesome. in the support. Awesome. Incredible. <laughs> so, what do you? What do you think about uh, all the books that your brother reads and his reviews and just his passion for, for being a avid reader? Well, I appreciate it because that's what's wrong with our community. We don't support one another. Mm-hmm. And it's very important right. to re- recirculate our valuable dollars within our community so we can keep building and building and building. It's very important to get Absolutely. the message out there, support you know, I like seeing black on black supporting each other. It's enough mm-hmm, room for everybody. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's given Absolutely. you know, the author itself an outlook and it's is his view the way he analyzed or he can be analytical toward the literature, which is okay because hey, it's freedom of the speech, freedom of opinion. I mean, he's here to give a review and, and, and most of that, most of the women that I've heard or authors I've heard call in are very supportive and very appreciative of it because you got to have room for constructive criticism. Absolutely. That's important. Definitely agree. Definitely agree. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, we definitely appreciate you calling in and showing brother some love this evening. Thank you for that. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Thank you. We hope you'll continue listening to the show. All right, you're welcome. Bye. All right, you guys. And let's go to area code 931. Uh, last digit is 5857. State your name and where you're calling from. Hi, my name is Antoinette White, and I'm also Robert's white sister. Oh, wow, hey. awesome. So, I'm so, so give us your input. <laughs> yes. Okay, me and my brother, we have such a very um, common ground and a bond when it comes to reading. However, my brother can state that I was stuck on reading just one particular author who was Ear Jerome Dickey. Yes, you know I love my Ear Jerome Dickey. And, you know, I recently had a chance to visit my brother down at his home in Georgia and seeing his mm-hmm. dad's um, collection of books, and I was just like, oh, my God. So that was like, okay, you really got to open up and 
stopped waiting every, you know, year for Air Jerome Dickey to put out a book and start reading mm-hmm. other books. So I started watching his um, YouTube channel and just like, okay, okay. And then that, right now, I moved over to reading some of T. Styles' books and actually have a chance to, you know, communicate with her on her Facebook page, and she helps me with doing the recommendations. So, and then I pass it on to my other sister friends who are getting into reading, you know, passing on my brother's YouTube channel. It's like, you know, you can ask me about books, but my brother has his channel. He's giving his reviews. He's very honest, um, even though he got the little Alabama flag in the background, and I'm on uh, Auburn Tigers, but we can't talk about that tonight. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, it's just like I, I'm always promoting my brother and, you know, just now with me in the industry I'm in, I'm in the um, truck driving business, so I'm always reading. And then when I'm seeing other people that, you know, have their candles and reading their books, I'm like, hey, you know, check out my brother's YouTube channel, Blase Blase. I'm promoting people to check him out. And then, you know, some of the drivers, they'll call me and be like, yeah, I looked at your brother's um channel on YouTube or I looked at his cell phone, his Facebook, and then I'm always like, well, Robert, I read this book, and he'll be like, no, 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 that, that is a sequel. You got to go back and get the first book, and I'm just like, you know what? So that's, I mean, I love that he is into what um, he he enjoys doing because if I had time um, permitted to where I could, you know, be more of a voice on his page and, you know, get my inputs on a lot of things, then I would, but I just like looking at his um, his page and his channel, and like, okay, well, let, when I get my Kindle and when I'm in a Walmart or any kind of store like that, and I'm, you know, hey, I'm seeing this book, that book, I mean, he can give me instant feedback on it, and pretty much me and him, we like to read the same things, and I am broadening my horizons past my favorite author, so that's what I'm glad he has that platform to do, and then with me, I'm always a social butterfly. I'm always just like telling people like, Hey, you know, go do this, follow my brother. So happy that I'm able to give him support and I'm so happy because I told my brother, I said, You gonna be famous and he was just like, Girl, stop, I'm just doing what I love but you know, he's always famous to me 'cause I'm he's my big brother. Well, Eric's wrong dick out he um Eric Jerome Dickey, the first book I read by him, because she, like she said, that's her favorite author. She won't read nobody but him, was Friends of <laughs> Lover. And I wasn't feeling that book. And I was like, you know what? Oh. I put it down, and I was like, I was like, I don't know if I want to read anything else by him. But then I said, no, don't be like that, Robert. Just because you didn't like that book, you may like another. So I picked up Chasing Destiny, and when I say, whoa, <laughs> I love that book, mm-hmm. and then I just started reading more, and then I got to the Gilliam um, series. Mm-hmm. I'm in. So, <laughs> and she's always one of my favorite authors, so she really is the one who kept me reading because it was a point in my life where everything for urban fiction was, like, running together. It was all the same for a minute. And then I tried her, and I was like, oh, she's twisted, but I loved it, so... She kept me reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Well, thank you so much for calling in and showing Robert some love this evening. We definitely appreciate it. Yes. And this is my first time listening to you, so now I will start following you as well. 
Oh, I definitely appreciate it. Definitely appreciate it. I hope you'll continue uh, listening to the rest of the interview as well. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And um, I'm just happy, so I'm going to stay tuned in. And like I said, I will continue to follow you as well. Goodbye. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right, love-, love you too. All right, you guys, let's go to area code 313, uh, last digit 5815. State your name and where you're calling from. Call you there? Okay. Maybe they're not there. All right, folks, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a little break, and we're going to come back, and Robert is going to tell us his top five uh, must-reads, you guys, uh, for 2017. Uh, So make sure you guys stay tuned right here to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, and don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. What do you get when you fuse together a smooth, debonair man with an explosive volcano attitude? Mr. Quincy O'Reilly, a man living a secret life that he has perfected in keeping a secret. With his hidden profession, that is how he would prefer it to be. Who doesn't like the element of surprise? A true businessman by day and mysterious man by night. Will he be able to maintain the two without getting caught? Innocent and sweet doesn't mean powerless. Just ask Kaylee Jack, who has now had the chance to encounter meeting Quincy. Driven to stake claim in the one man she wants, she tackles the obstacles thrown her way. Determined that nothing will stand in her way could be deadly. What happens when Quincy's secrets are revealed? Who will be set free? Who will be pulled deeper into a mysterious world? Or will the lies and secrets destroy anyone in its path after the smoke from the gun has cleared? Check out Quiet Storm by Arthur Deidre Lachey. Available on Amazon.com and www.blackbeautypresents.com. Series 1 and 2, also author of The Devil's Calling Card 1, 2, and 3, all available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy. And welcome back, everyone, to the beautiful Butterfly Show. And this evening, we are on with Robert White um, of Robert's Reading Room and Reviews, you guys. And, of course, uh, we are going to get into um, Robert's uh, top five must-reads. Um, but before we do that, uh, Carrie, you got some questions for Robert? 
yes, I do actually have some questions for Robert. Robert, in your opinion, what would make a book a terrible read? Like, what are the classic mistakes that authors make in in their writing that aren't necessary or that you would warn against if you have the opportunity to? Um, I would probably say if they repeat, like, I've read some books that repeat the same sentences, not back-to-back, but, like, maybe within the two or three pages. That's, for me, I'm like, either they describe something too much. I mean, the description should be limited, I think. That would ruin it kind of for me. And then... I know that you read one of my books, and you actually read the longest book that I've written. Um, as far as book sizes, what are your recommendations? Do you suggest that authors uh, write short stories or medium stories, and what exactly would be a medium story? And then uh, is it within the author's best interest to write long stories? I feel like if it's a long story, it's in your heart, like, Okay, y'all, I read Carrie Anderson's Secret and Lies. Mm-hmm. That's one of my top five this year because I loved it. I mean, the drama, and it was it kept me just wanting more and more and more. And it's right at, what, four or 500 pages? Well, over 400 pages, if I remember wow. correctly. It's on my Facebook. 600 and some odd pages. <laughs> It's, it's a long story, but I love right. it, and I love the cover and everything. Um, short stories I used to didn't like. I still kind of don't like, but then if I'm going to read a long story like Secrets of Lies or another story that's real long, sometimes it helps if I could just read uh, maybe 50 to 100-something pages and do a, a review on it and then go into a long story, but... I don't recommend short stories. Like, I just seen a book on YouTube the other day. It was like, uh, I mean, not YouTube, I'm sorry, on Amazon. And it was like, I want to say 50 pages. And they wanted, like, I want to say 6 or $7 for the ebook, And I was like, are you kidding me? Mm. And yeah. they wasn't even, the author was, wasn't well known. At least I have never heard of the author. Yeah, those are that's the ones that are actually trying to get over instead of actually, you know. So I know I fight when they do short stories, and it's a series like forty pages here, thirty pages here, um, twenty pages here. I don't like that. That's that's kind of I just I don't like that. You might as well just do, um, like a trilogy together, put all three together if you're gonna do that, and just you know charge one price. Definitely. And then on a series, when an author is writing a series, how many parts do you feel are too many parts for a series? Okay, I'm glad you asked that. (laughs) I hope I'm not wrong for this, but I'm going to say it because I'm honest, and it's not ugly. Okay, the longest series I've ever read is Kimberly Robbie Lawson's The Reverend... Curtis Black series. She just announced, mm-hmm. I just seen an announcement the other day that she is wrapping it up. Next year will be the last book in that series. And 
I'm behind. I, I, I didn't want to, because I'm the type of person, if I'm reading a series, I want to finish it out to find out how it really ends. So what I've been doing, every few years, I'll read like two or three in a year, and then I won't read no more. So right now I'm like maybe three books three books behind. And I just um, ordered the last one before this one that came out called A Sin for Calling. So, and I got the new one that came out this year because I got it on sale, and the one that's coming out next year, and I'm going to wrap it up. So I feel like that four books to me is, Enough. Three to four books is enough to wrap up a series, I feel. That's just my opinion. Excellent. And do you prefer Kindle or paperback? Mm. Ooh, <laughs> that's hard. Um, <laughs> probably, I would say now because of the way I'm buying books, I'm buying more paperback, even though I do have a Kindle. So I'm, I guess paperback for right now is paperback, but I could do either or. Okay. Because see, and, okay, but, go ahead. Okay, because see, some books like you don't have a choice but to order my ebook unless you go straight to the author, which I'm doing now because I feel like going books a million now they're cutting down on the Afro American section. It used to be a large variety of books, but they're not now, and it's kind of disappointing to me. So I'm finding myself now reaching out to the author, inboxing them so I can get the information, so I can just order from them. And I feel like that's a good way of them getting the money direct. So, you know, that's what I'm starting to do now. Excellent. And then one more question, unless Bianca is okay with me continuing to ask you questions. Sure, Okay. The next question I have is in regards to uh, book signings. When you meet an author, like, what was the most impressive experience that you had with an author? And then what was the most disappointing experience that you had with an author? Let's see. The most disappointing of a book signing I ever been to for is the author. Lord, forgive me for saying this. Don't hate me for saying this, Bianca <laughs> and Carrie and, and reviewers who's listening. And I don't take hard feelings because he might have been in a bad move. I don't know what kind of day he was having. But, and God rest his soul, he's no longer with us. I went to an Elon Harris um, book signing here in Atlanta, and I was talking to him, and I was asking him, do, uh, do he see any of his book becoming to the big screen anytime soon? And he was just kind of like very, I ain't going to say nasty, but kind of was nasty. I don't know if he was having like really short when he wasn't very engaging. So that was kind of disappointing mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And last week, last Tuesday, I went to a book signing here um, for Curtis Bunn. And when I say I was so impressed, I mean, it was at this lounge. It was upstairs. He had it set up so nice. Um, he signed my book. He asked questions. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Had a red carpet event and everything. So I was very impressed. He also have a book conference that he have here in Atlanta every year. I have never been, but I plan on going next year because I was very impressed with the book signing. Nice. Nice. And also on your show, I noticed that you pick music that you feel corresponds with the book that you just read. So 
how do you, what is your process in, in determining what song you want to open your show with? It's, you know, and it's so funny because so, a lot of time when I'm reading, it's a song that just come into my mind like, ooh, this is what I'm reading right now. So that's how I really get the music to, you know, go with the book I'm reading because it, it just, it'll just play in my mind, you know, because the book I just finished reading, I was like, mm. I almost started crying last night because I loved the way it ended. It ended right. It was a long book. It was like 517 pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then how important is music to the literary world? Would you say that they correspond? I, well, I think, it's, I think it's very important to the literary world because what if you, like a lot of authors want to make their um book into the big screen and I feel like that mm-hmm. the music corresponds with the book within itself and tells a story so I feel like it's mm-hmm. very important and so then what is your favorite genre of music um ooh. R&B I love gospel um I love house mm. I love some jazz I could do country and a little, and, and I love pop. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of all over. If it's something that sounds good to me, I can, you know, I can give it a try. I will say that. Awesome. And then I saw that you met the beautiful Shantae Moore. How did you happen to just bump into her? Or was it a planned meeting? Um, we have a bookstore. I, I mean, not a listen. I'm see how I am. I love my books. <laughs> Actually, a music store. They do sell. He does sell books in there also, and CDs and and mm-hmm. um, DVDs, videos. Um, it's called mm-hmm. D O B Sounds, and he just have all kind of authors coming there and signing their CD and promoting everything. Because actually, next Friday, if everything is okay and I'm not um, busy in the day, I plan to go again because Selena Johnson will be there and that. Saturday, I think one one twelve is gonna be there signing their new CD. So, I think it's good. Oh. For them, so, oh, definitely. And that's B.O.B. Sound in Georgia. Yes, it's in Riverdale, Georgia, off of Highway nice. eighty. Nice. And so, uh, next year, do you plan to go, or do you have any other uh, signings planned for this year? And if not, or if so, also for 2018, where do you see yourself uh, attending? I would, I don't know of any more events for us this year, but I really would love to go um, where you went um, last year. Well, this year, the Sister on Lit, I think, is that right? Mm-hmm. I would love to go do that event. I mean, because it looked like it's very nice. I've heard good things about it. I would also like to go back to the uh, 556 um, Book Festival because it was here um, back in July this year, and I tell you, I was like, I was like, oh, my God, I thought I was going to pass out because it was so many authors there. I was like really over 200 authors, and I was just buying books. Like my mind was going <laughs> crazy, and I think I bought <laughs> over like maybe over 20-something books or more. Wow. There, and then my back was <laughs> Was the bag the book the bag I had was wearing my background? I had to lean against the wall for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love and to. So I, 
And I was loving how, you know, meeting with the um, authors like um, Jonna B and Ranisha Pittman and um, Black mm-hmm. Top and C.J. Hudson, mm-hmm. um, Pamela Samuel Young. I just, they was all nice, and I enjoyed it. Nice. Nice. And uh, I've also received feedback from uh, some avid readers in regards to the book festivals or book signings that they've attended. Some of them feel that the authors need to stand up and basically sell themselves and their work. What do you feel an author, how do you feel an author should conduct themselves at a book event in order to um, entice you to come to their table? Um, eye contact is very important. Smile, say hi, how you doing? Maybe this is my book and I'm, you know, this is what it's about if you're interested in it. And, you know, just give information, draw you into them. That's where I find myself going to an author, purchasing their book, if they're engaging me, you know, with the eye contact and just, you know, nice smile and just friendly. That's what gets me, you know. But I understand because you do have authors who just, Act like they're just there. You supposed to run to them, and you know, because I have mm-hmm. seen that. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Definitely. So, and I definitely did see uh, the difference when I was at Soul Fest earlier this year um, with the authors who were up and engaging and in, in speaking with the people who were passing by versus the authors who were simply sitting at their tables. You didn't see very many people. Uh, coming up to their tables when they were just sitting. So I did see the difference and did make that mental note myself. But I always like to ask the readers, like, do they have a preference? Just to make sure, you know, that the ideas haven't changed. But So Fest was the book event that I attended this year, and it was a wonderful event. It was my first book event, but it was a wonderful event. And I thought I was going to see you there. And I don't know why I was going to see you there, but I'm definitely trying to figure out where to put my pennies next year as far as which event I can go to because I can't go to the mall, but I do want to make sure that I get at least one or two under my belt next year. Well, come here, please. <laughs> come to the 556 five, Book Festival. <laughs> Kick back. <laughs> well, you know, um, another author friend did reach out to me, and she said that the, the tables opened up, and she asked if I was going to go, but I hadn't set my mind to it yet, but now that you said that, I need to reach back out to her and see if she's still going to go so I can figure that out. Because I would definitely love to meet you, and I've never been to Georgia, so that would be another selling point to go. That would be a great experience. And for us, (laughs) what you were talking about, the authors, it was the author that was at the Kickback Atlanta, and um, I've seen her before at Nibian Bookstore here in Monroe. It's not far from where I live. And I bought a book for mm-hmm. her there, and the same book that I bought for her there, I bought that one again and another one for her because she was engaged. Wow. Hey, how you doing? And she was just coming up and just talking to me and just just so nice and, and drawing me in. And I was like, oh, I already got that book, but I will get it again. I remember you, and we got to talk mm-hmm. things, so. And see, those are the memories. That's the memories that you want people to have about you and to share with others. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Robert, we do have a question from a listener. They want to know, uh, does Robert plan to take his show on the road? (laughs) I wish. I would love to do this. I would love to have my own. I wish that, like, you have the Wendy Williams show, just different talk show. Why we can't have a a show just based around authors? I mean, 
would love to do something like that. Great idea. Absolutely. Absolutely great idea. And, of course, uh, we do have Robert's um, top five reads. Uh, His first one is An Affair in Man Hill by Takira Allen. Um, His second was My Life, My Love, My Legacy by Coretta Scott King. Um, Number three is Secrets and Lies by the lovely Carrie Anderson. And number four is Beautiful Nightmare uh, by Jonna B. And number five is He Said, She Said by Angie Liddell. Now, Robert, why did you choose these? Um, I know you read you read a lot of books. So what, what made you choose these as these top five must-reads for 2017? Um, well, the first one is um, by Takira Allen. I'm just going to say, if you never read a book by her, I don't know, You, I don't want to say this in a bad way, but you kind of lost because her work is phenomenal. She is like, oh, she is so underrated to me because that book there, I was off on vacation for two weeks, and I, that's all I did was stay home. No one bothered me. I had my glass mm-hmm. of wine and I just sat and read that book. That book is so good. All her, I have not read a book by her that's not, oh, that's not just so good. And it was a love story, and it was just uh, one of those up and down love stories. And then you had um, mm-hmm. dealing with, um, you have the male character who revealed to his, with his name is Power. Um, he revealed to his girlfriend, well, yeah, girlfriend, about being molested by a man, and it was just, it was deep. And then you had her sister, wow. um, Gabby's sister, because that was the girlfriend is Gabby, but her sister, Gloria, who she was very trifling throughout the book. She did some very questionable things toward her sister, like she was jealous of her, and she actually tried to sleep with him. And come to find out, Gabby has um, a son by the name of Chase, and the daddy's um, and, and and the father of her son. Her sister actually did sleep with him. Gloria slept with him, so she was trifling. I wanted to fight her through the book, and you know I don't believe in hitting a woman, but <laughs> ooh, she was working my nerves for real. You know, it, 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 you know it is based around Monday Hill because. You got Power and Rich, these two men who had money, who was coming to the small town, trying to turn this um, small, have, turn into a tourist. They wanted to open up a casino. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. But it was just a great story. So, you know, I that was like one of my ones. I was like, oh, my. Because I was told this was like the best book of 2016 by a friend of mine, and I didn't get it on ebook. I said, I got to have this in paperback. When I seen how long it was, I was like, mm I don't want that on my ebook. <laughs> so I waited till she had some available again in paperback and I ordered it. So I said that's one of the books that I wanted to read. So mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then you also um uh, of course um another one which um is a phase of mine um uh, was the My Life 
My Love, My Legacy by Coretta Scott King. Um, what were your thoughts on that um, book, Robert? I really loved it because going into it, I just thought really before I read it, but I got it, and I just thought maybe she was just going to really talk about Martin Luther King, which she did talk right, about it, right. more about her story, what she went through, and what her kids went through, and it gave just background about her that I didn't even realize and didn't even know, like, she once dated a white man and how their relationship was going. And, you know, it could have turned serious, but, you know, back then that wasn't going to happen because of, you know, how it was back then. And, you know, one of the daughters who, you know, was trying to, you know, almost committed suicide. And it was just, to me, it was Mm -hmm. a deep book. I found out about a lot of the civil rights um, leaders that wasn't, so cool like I thought they were by reading that book if it was true what was within the book so I thoroughly highly recommend that book and I loved it absolutely absolutely and of course uh, for you uh, reading all of these books and so forth um for these books, because I can tell that you get very in depth because you know characters, you know the name, you know what they what they've done, what they've been through, and um, how important is it? Um, because I'm one of those people. As soon as I read, open up a book, I want it to, you know, catch my attention right off. Um, how important is that for you, Robert, to have one of those books that kind of catch your attention, or do you kind of give it time to to warm up? Um, even if it doesn't catch you from the beginning. Um, can I give this book for example? I mean, it was one of my top. I didn't list it as one of the top, but okay, it's one of my top ones of the year too. And that is um, Toxin by Raynesha uh, Pittman and Quincy Bowen. And it was like when I first read it, I was like, because, you know, of course, they're, they're Afro-American, so when I started reading the book, I I didn't really, I thought it was going to be like maybe urban fiction, but when I started reading mm-hmm. the book, I was like, what's up with this book? You know, and it wasn't a bad thing, but it was like I was just shocked, but as I kept reading it, I just fell in love, and that's like one of the, another best book I read this year, too, because it was, I can't even really place what genre you would put this book in. Like, if it's in a bookstore, where would you go to look for this book? Because it talk about finance, um, stockbroke. Um, it talk about religion. And it's it's like a, all of this stuff going on within this book, but it's also a love story. And it's like anybody can pick this book up and read it. And that's why I was so impressed that it wasn't a – it wasn't a urban fiction. It wasn't sci-fi, poetry, or any of that. It was just a book that anybody could just read and engage and be entertained. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know that all of the authors uh, definitely appreciate you uh, taking the time to review their works and and all of what they do. And uh, for the folks out here, Robert, tell them um, how they can go about connecting with you and um, providing them the information on how they can watch you on YouTube. Okay, I'm on on YouTube. It's Robert's Reading Room and Reviews with an S on Reviews. And I'm also on Facebook, and it's not um, privacy, the, the same name, Robert's Reading Room and Reviews. And you can just come there and recommend me a book. I see what's going on. I I try my best to post when I post my 
um, YouTube, from there to Facebook. I'm also on Instagram. It's Robert's Reading Room because I didn't wouldn't give me enough room to put the whole name. So it's Robert's Reading Room on Instagram. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And uh, you got any uh, final words or thoughts you want to say to the listeners and authors out here? I just want to say just continue to read. Um, and please, please leave a review and let the author know how you feel because they won't know unless you let them know and, you know, go about it in a nice manner and everything. I would also like to thank Kimberly Woodson who really have helped me and encouraged me along with Carrie Anderson and Angela Dale. I would also like to thank Andrew Nolan for my background in my YouTube room for putting up the tide, roll tide and Christmas tide up for me also. Wonderful, and, wonderful, wonderful. And um, just support our authors. And, you know, if you get tired of reading Urban Lit, you can always read other genres because I do. I love to read Jackie Collins, James Patterson, um, John Gresham, um, Holland Corbin. Um, and just recently this year, I have fell in love with Nicholas Sparks. I mean, I've, for years I'll go in the store and I see his book, and I'm like, what's up with him? But he always got books. They always turn into movies, and I just keep going on about my business. So this year I just said, you know what, I'm going to try this Nicholas Sparks because every time I come in the store he has a book, and I have started collecting all his books. I read, like, so far I think I've done, like, maybe two YouTube reviews on it, and I love his work. Mm-hmm. So... Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Carrie, you got any um, final words or thoughts you want to share with Robert? Well, once again, thank you for creating your channel, and thank you for updating us on a regular basis on what you're reading. I look forward to continuing to support your channel. And I just want to say thank you because whenever you read and you provide your reviews, they're authentic and for me personally, I appreciate that, and I know all the other authors, I'm sure, feel the same way. So thank you for supporting me, and I know Angie's listening and saying thank you, Robert, for supporting her. Uh, and then all the other authors, what you do helps us so much, but the fact that you do it with so much passion and integrity is greatly appreciated as well. I want to say I love you and Angela Dell, and I don't know what I would do without you, you guys. <laughs> but um, I'm so humbled again and I'm honored Miss Bianca was able to bring me on the show, and I want to thank you to Miss Bianca. Absolutely, my pleasure. And we're going to get you to come back on here again uh, next year so you can let the folks know those, those must-reads for 2018. So we'll be definitely – uh, connecting with you, so we would definitely love to have you back on here. And we appreciate all that you do and continue to do for the literary industry, you guys. So make sure you guys go and check out Robert's Reading Room and Reviews um, on YouTube, you guys, and check him out um, and leave him some reviews and, and, and comments as well, you guys. And so, um, Carrie, thank you so much for coming on here um, and, and co-anchoring with me. Definitely appreciate that. And, uh, of course, Robert, thank you so much for taking the time to enlighten us and to share uh, your craft with us and the listeners. We definitely appreciate you. Thank you. And also, 
honored, like I said again, to be on this platform. I would have never thought from a year ago that I would be, I would have come this far to be on the radio show doing the interview. I love reading. I just wish I could do that for a living, do reviews, and just let that be my career. But unfortunately, I'm not able to do that right now. And I do look forward to coming back next year, 2018, to give you the best books of 18. Absolutely, my pleasure. You uh, two have a great rest of your evening, and I'll be talking with you guys soon. All right, you too. Good night. Thank you. Good night. You're welcome. All right, you guys. That was Robert White uh, from Robert's Reading Room and Reviews. Make sure you guys check him out on YouTube, and make sure you guys go and support um, Arthur. Uh, Carrie Anderson as well. She has an array of um, fabulous, fabulous books as well available on Amazon.com. And we definitely appreciate um, all of the listeners, all of you guys that called in, showed Robert some love this evening. We definitely appreciate you guys. And we hope that you'll come back and join us next Tuesday um, at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we bring you another phenomenal guest over here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. And so with that said, guys, uh, we're going to get ready to get out of here. Um, I thank each and every one of you for tuning into the show this evening. Um, definitely special thank you uh, to Angela Dell and Carrie Anderson, and of course our special guest of the evening, Robert White. You guys, and so with that said, we're gonna get ready to get out of here. Hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. I am Bianca Fly, and I'll see you next. Time. The Beautiful Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network.